0: Hey there, friends. I'm back again this week with the next installment of our Business Strategy Basics series that I've been doing for the past few weeks. And today we're talking about the people. Things like how can you decide who your target market is? Where can you find those people online? How can you connect with them? And how can you get those people to follow you so you can grow your audience and turn the people into paying customers? Now, there is a lot to cover here, but I'm going to try to keep it as simple as possible in this episode so that it's super easy for you to take action on what you learn. We became entrepreneurs because more than anything, we want freedom. We want to be in control of our own schedule, income, and life. But unfortunately, that isn't always the reality of being a business owner. I'm Gillian Perkins, and I'm on a mission to take back entrepreneurship for what it's supposed to be. In every episode, I'll share with you how to get the most out of every hour you work so that you can work less and earn more. Let's get to it. So the first thing we're going to talk about is choosing your target market. So when I say target market, I mean... How do you decide who you are marketing your product to? Sometimes people call this concept target avatar or dream customer. Maybe you've filled out a worksheet in the past to try to describe your target avatar. But whatever you call it, the main point here is that we are clarifying who your product is for, which is a super important first step because it's going to help you figure out where to find customers and how to talk to them to get them interested in your product and to ultimately sell your product to them. Basically, if you don't know who you're talking to, it's really tough to know how to talk to them. Now, when it comes to defining your target market, the first qualification that you should put on your list is really simple. Your target market is people who want the outcome that your product provides. So hopefully at this point, especially if you've been listening along with this Business Basics series over the past couple of weeks, you have chosen a product to sell in your business. In that case, I assume that you know what the outcome is that that product will provide. What result does your product get people? And if you know that, then you know this most basic, most important thing about your target customer, which is that they are people who want that outcome. For example, if you sell advertising services, maybe you are starting an ad agency or you're offering Facebook advertising services or Google advertising services, your target market is people who want advertising. The next step, though, is to think about who those people might be. So in this case, people who want advertising would be, well, they'd be people who are selling something, of course, right? Now, off the top of my head, I can think of two different types of people who might fit this criteria. First of all, you've got business owners who might be selling their own product. And secondly, we've got marketing directors, people who work for a business. They're not selling their own product, but they're selling the product that that business sells. Step number three then is to decide of the different types of people who might want your products or service, which one do you want to focus on serving? By narrowing down your target market and choosing one specific type of person to focus on, you'll be able to make your marketing messages much more specific as well as your marketing strategies more specific and focused, which is going to help you to achieve bigger results. Now, please do not worry here about maybe narrowing your niche down too much. We're talking about big groups of people here, just of the different types of people who might want your product, which one do you want to focus on serving? And I even want you to narrow it down further. So there's going to be subsets of each of these major categories of like types of people who might want your product. So for example, in this example, we've got the business owners and the marketing directors. Well, if you choose business owners, then you could further narrow down your target market by defining it as online business owners, or maybe clothing boutique owners, local service company owners, like businesses that sell plumbing services or electricians, or you could go a different route and target hairstylists and spas and estheticians. Or you could choose digital product business owners or coaching business owners or gym owners or pet shop owners. There are so many different sub markets that you can choose. And by narrowing down your niche, by narrowing down who your target market is, like I said, you're going to be able to speak to them so much more specifically, which means that your marketing messages will resonate with them more deeply and they'll be more easily persuaded that your product is the right fit for them. Now, whichever subset you choose, one thing you don't need to worry about is that there are enough people in that group. Honestly, you'll be able to tell. If you are getting way too specific of a subset of a subset of a subset, and you're like, I don't even know if there are any other people out there in the world who are like me in this way, then you've gone a little bit too far. But if we're talking about any of these categories that you can just name off the top of your head, that is not too specific. There will be plenty of people. However, that does not necessarily mean that there will be plenty of demand. In other words, just because you are targeting a group of people that is big enough, that doesn't mean that they will necessarily want what you are offering. So we do need to make sure that we do some market research and that we test out your offer so that you ensure that there is enough demand. As I mentioned in last week's episode, a great resource for this part of the process, if you need some help with it, is a video that I have on YouTube called How to Test Your Business Idea. And you can find it on YouTube just by searching Gillian Perkins, How to Test Your Business Idea. It's about a 20 minute long video that's just going to walk you through all of the steps of how to do exactly that, how to test out your business idea, your product idea, and make sure that there is sufficient demand. I will also try to leave a link in the show notes for this episode for that video. Okay, so once you've chosen your target market, then the next question is, how do you find those people online? Now, I want you to take a big step back here if you're thinking about how to find the people online and you're thinking, should I join Facebook groups? should I look in comments on blogs or an in Instagram? Should I get on Reddit? Okay, don't do any of those things first. Because really, the richest source of leads, the best way you can connect with the highest quality leads who are most likely to buy your product is within your inner circle, the people who you are already connected with. Now, you might be thinking, I don't know anyone who wants this thing that I'm selling. That's okay. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to literally make a list of everyone you know. But I don't want you to just make one list. I actually want you to make three lists. So pull out three pieces of paper or take one piece of paper and draw a couple lines on it to make three columns. And I want you to just start listing everyone you can think of just in whatever order they come to you. In the first column, you're going to put the name of anyone who you think might be interested in the product that you're going to sell. Now, it's okay if you're not sure if they're interested. Don't worry about that. But if you think they might be interested, put them in that first column. In the second column, put the names of anyone who you think wouldn't be interested. And then in the third column, we're going to put the names of anyone who wouldn't be interested and probably does not know anyone who would be interested. So I'm thinking about people like your kids, maybe your grandma, maybe your grandma's friends or your kids' friends. These might be people you know, but they don't have much in the way of connections, at least not within your industry at all. Now, of course, you don't have to write those people's names down. You can just leave them off your list altogether. But in the interest of trying to really push yourself to think of everyone you can, you might write the names down just so that your list really is comprehensive. Now, once you have made your three lists, then you're going to start your outreach. You're going to be reaching out to everyone on your lists and telling them just a little bit about your new product or service. Now, I know how uncomfortable it can be to reach out to people about a business idea. I completely understand because I've started new businesses. I've thought about reaching out to people. I've found it to be incredibly uncomfortable and I've made the mistake of skipping that step. But before you skip that step, here are three things that I think you should consider. First of all, when you reach out, you are not trying to sell anything. Please do not try to sell anything at this stage of the game. Just reach out to them. Tell them a little bit about this new idea you have, this new thing you're up to, this new thing you're doing, and ask them what they think about it. Ask them for their advice. People love giving advice. They love weighing in. And honestly, they'll be honored that you want to know what they think about it. And this will serve the purpose of getting you more comfortable talking about what you're doing. It will also get the word out and it'll start to deepen your connections and make these people start thinking about whether they know someone who might be interested in this service that you're offering or if they might be interested themselves. Another thing you should consider is that your existing connections are your richest source of potential leads. Really, just because you already know these people, the chances of you making a sale among your inner circle is extremely high. And so if you skip reaching out to them, you are just like essentially walking past a gold mine and ignoring it because it looks a little bit difficult to get into. I really don't want that to be you, okay? it might seem like it's not going to turn into anything because maybe you only have one or two names or maybe not any names at all on that first list of people who you think are interested. But that is okay. In fact, a lot of the time that can make it even easier because if you're just reaching out to everyone and you don't even think they're interested, then this can help you to feel really relaxed about the process because now you're really not trying to sell anything. You're just calling up people, shooting people a text or an email and telling them about what you're up to, asking them what they're up to, asking them what they think of your idea and if they have any suggestions or advice about how this product could be made even better or someone who might be interested in it. And then finally, I really think that you should consider the fact that not only are you going to make valuable connections through this process, not only are you going to get the word out, you're also going to learn an enormous amount about the demand for your product idea. You'll learn whether people seem interested in it or not. You'll learn what people think about it because you're asking them exactly that. And you'll also learn what people want it to be like because, again, you're asking them for advice. Now, of course, that doesn't mean you need to implement every crazy thing people tell you because you might disagree. You might want to do it a different way. But simply by talking to people about your idea and asking them about it, you're going to get a ton of valuable feedback. Now, once you have completed the step and you've done this first degree outreach, let me give you some suggestions for a few more ways to connect with your target market online. These are some of my tried and true strategies that have done the very most for growing my audience and getting me connected with potential customers. The first one is to create valuable resources that your target audience would love to have and then give them away for free on your website. Now, of course, you don't want to give away your entire product, which sometimes can be a little tricky if you're selling a digital product, but... There are so many good options. So for example, if you are selling an information product like a course or membership site, something that is still super valuable that people would really like to have is any sort of tool that you can give them. So if you can make something that's going to save them time, help them get the result faster, they are going to want that. So for example, let's say that you are selling a course about meal planning or about cooking or about weight loss or exercise or anything like that, you could create a meal plan that you literally just hand them. You could set it up as a spreadsheet where they could use drop-downs to choose different meal ideas, and it generates a shopping list for them, for example, or it can just be a meal plan that you've written out along with shopping lists. Giving them a meal plan is not going to take away their desire for your course or your program or your membership, whatever it is, but it is something that they will want. And if you put something like that on your website, something that people would really want, something that people would even want to pay for, and it's free— That can be really powerful for getting the word out and getting more people to your website who then find out about your product or service. So, for example, if you have something like that on your site, then people are going to pin that on Pinterest. People will share about it in their Instagram stories. You can send out emails to people telling them about it and asking them to share it with anyone who they might think is interested in it. And also, it gives you the opportunity to do lead magnet swaps. This is where you connect with other people in your industry and you offer to promote their lead magnet or freebie to your audience in exchange for them promoting your freebie to their audience. And even if your audience is really small, if you have a really valuable freebie that their audience would really like, most people will be happy to do this. Okay, so let's move on now to the next strategy that you can use to connect with your audience online, and that is networking with leaders and influencers in your chosen industry. Now, I just mentioned one way you could do that, but this is a whole strategy in and of itself. And I find this to be so valuable because down the road, these connections can lead to podcast interviews that can get you visibility, joint venture promotions where they might even sell your product to their audience, and so many other ways to get featured to their audience which is a huge shortcut when it comes to getting visible and growing an audience online. We don't need to play the algorithm game for years, hoping that we'll get lucky and the algorithm will finally help us reach the people we want to reach. We need to go out there and connect with big groups of these people by teaming up with people who've already built their audiences. Now, one of my very favorite ways to connect with other people in your industry is to start a podcast and then ask these industry experts, these influencers, these other leaders in the industry to come on your show so you can interview them. People tend to say yes to this opportunity and it establishes a great connection with people that you can then build on in the future. Okay, I'm going to interrupt myself for just a moment to tell you about another podcast that I have. So recently I recorded a 10 episode podcast, just a limited podcast series called The 100K Method. In this podcast series, I break down, well, exactly that, The 100K Method, which is my automated sales funnel strategy. So basically this is the strategy that I use to generate passive income in my business to the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars per year. And I want to teach you how to implement this strategy in your business. So I went through, I recorded 10 episodes all about the 100K method, breaking down for you exactly how it works, every step of the process from the webinars that I use to the emails that I send, how to promote your business without using social media, but instead switch to more passive strategies so that you can fuel your 100K funnel with what I call ready to buy leads and how you can implement this whole system into your business. Basically, I'm teaching you my whole system for free in this new limited podcast series. To get access to the 100k method and binge the whole thing, all you need to do is type in the 100k method into whatever podcast app you are listening to this podcast on, or you can just search for my name, Gillian Perkins, and it should pop up. I'm also going to include a link to the 100k method podcast series in the show notes for this episode so that you can easily find it there as well. I hope you really enjoy listening to this new podcast series from me. Make sure that you leave a review let me know what you think and share it with anyone else who you think could benefit from a 100k funnel in their business okay now let's get back to today's episode Okay. And then the last visibility strategy that I want to share with you today is starting a YouTube channel about your business's topic or niche. This is how I got my big break, how I finally really exploded my audience and got the visibility I needed to be able to have a successful business. I'm definitely not saying that this is for everyone or that you need to start a YouTube channel if you don't want to. But it is a really powerful strategy because YouTube's algorithm is great at matching viewers' with videos that they want to watch. And so if you are making videos that your target customers would enjoy, then YouTube will do a lot of the heavy lifting for you with actually distributing your videos and getting you that visibility. Okay, so now let's move on to talking about the third part of this process. So you have figured out who your target market is. Now we've talked about how to find them online. But now let's talk about how to actually connect with them so that they start following you, so that your audience grows, and so you can make sales. Now, one mistake that I see a lot of people make when they're trying to grow their audience is that they see this process as two separate strategies. So they think, I need a strategy for visibility. Maybe that's advertising, maybe that's Instagram, maybe that's my website, maybe that's a podcast. And then separately, I'll have a strategy for turning that visibility into leads. So for example, maybe you think you're going to put reels on Instagram to get visibility, and that will grow your audience, and then you'll be able to convert that audience into buyers later on. But I find that a lot of the time, a lot of momentum is lost in this process, that it's really inefficient to convert visibility into leads if you are viewing them as two separate strategies. So instead, what I want to encourage you to do is to focus on more integrated strategies that combine visibility with lead generation. So for example, let's take the last visibility strategy that I'd mentioned, which was YouTube. So the way you could do YouTube in an unintegrated way would be to focus on just getting as many views as possible on your videos and then try to convert those viewers into email subscribers so they're on your email list by putting a link to some sort of freebie in your video description. Instead, I really want you to start with the end in mind. Think about exactly who you are trying to attract, make videos that will appeal to that type of person, and have a free resource that you've created for that target market integrated into your video. So you're actually using it as a tool in your video. Then when people watch your video, they're going to be way more likely to want to go get that free resource and use it for themselves. I try to use this strategy as often as possible. And I've seen conversion rates as high as around 12% from the strategy, meaning that about 12% of the people who watched one of my YouTube videos turned into email subscribers, which is just crazy because normally if you did the first thing I talked about, the unintegrated way where you just have this video and then you are promoting a freebie in your description, you might see something like a 1% conversion rate. And even that would be a little bit surprisingly high. So to get a 12% conversion rate has just been insane. So really think about like, how can you help people do what you're talking about in the video? What free resource can you give and then show it in your video? Now, while this is a great strategy, I don't want you to misunderstand me here. My point is not that you need to use YouTube. Rather, it's that I always want you to be thinking about how you can integrate visibility with lead generation so that you can attract the highest number of potential customers and immediately be turning them into leads that you'll be able to follow up with rather than just chasing what ultimately ends up being vanity metrics like view counts, likes, or even website page views. And this just goes for whatever platform you are using. Think about how you can integrate your visibility with your lead generation. All right, that brings me to the end of this episode. That's everything I wanted to share with you today in this simple guide to exploding your audience and finding your customers online. In next week's episode, I'm going to be back with what I believe will be the final installment of the Big Picture Business Strategy Series. I might end up deciding to tack on one more episode. We'll see exactly how we end there. But in next week's episode, either way, we're going to be talking about all things sales systems. In that episode, I'm going to cover a few different big picture sales strategies. I'll be sharing some of my favorite software recommendations for building your sales funnels. And I'll also be sharing some of my top sales funnel tips for maximizing your sales and just increasing your conversion rates as much as possible. Now, my challenge for you today is to work on implementing one thing that you learned from today's episode. So think back on this episode. What did you learn and what is one thing you can start taking action on now? All right. Well, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me for this one. And I'll be back again next week with the final episode of this big picture business strategy series. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Work Less, Earn More. Now, if you want even more where this came from, then I want to tell you about my brand new podcast series called The 100K Method. So this is just a 10-episode limited podcast series where I break down the entire 100K Method, which is my automated sales funnel strategy that I use for all of the automated sales systems in my business and the sales system that I teach to all my top-level clients. So all you need to do to listen to this series and to learn all about the 100k method, how it works and how to install it in your business so you can start earning passive income each and every month is search for the 100k method in your favorite podcast app, probably the one you have open right now. Again, just search for the 100k method or alternatively just search for my name Gillian Perkins in your podcast app and it should pop up that way too I'm also going to include a link to it in the show notes for this episode so you can find it easily that way as well Like I said, The 100K Method is just a 10-episode podcast, so you can easily listen to the entire thing. You'll know exactly which episode to start with, episode one, and you can binge listen all the way through to learn everything you need to know about how The 100K Method works and how it can enable you to earn a whole lot more passive income in your business. I hope you really enjoy it. And if you do, be sure to leave it a review to help more people find it. All right. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back again next week with another one. Until then, stay focused and keep taking action.